Hello, hello everyone. You're welcome back to another episode of the Classic Overdrive podcast. My name is Christy. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you're welcome. And if this is not your first time listening to this podcast, thank you so much for tuning in again. So guys, this is the part two of last week's episode. So please, if you know you've not listened to last week's episode, just please press pause Go back, listen to episode 6, then come back to episode 7. Thank you. <laughs> so guys, without further ado, let's get right into today's episode. Talk about your best Kenyan experience so far. What good thing have you really experienced? Well, it's in Kenya that I met Christy, so... Oh my god, guys. <laughs> that is huge. <laughs> That's a good that part. I try new things like I've eaten Liberian food, I've eaten Kenyan food, mm. I've eaten Burundian food, I've eaten South Sudanese food. Like I've experienced different cultures in this country. Like I get to meet different people from different backgrounds, different countries. The fact that I can actually explore and get used to these cultures makes mm. me happy. Yeah. Well, same thing. The food part. Yeah. <laughs> South Sudanese, Ugandan. Yeah. yeah, different yeah. countries. Oh, Kenyan smoky. Yeah, you should have actually tried it. Damn, it was nice. Besides food, I already had freedom. Yeah, oh, me too. Freedom, freedom wasn't freedom. a problem for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody asked, mm. but you know, I met someone special. Okay. <laughs> I met someone special. Yeah. So you guys had the tea already. Yeah, exactly. You know, I met someone special. You know, it's just nice. Uh, also, one of my best Kenyan experiences would be. Uh, learning Swahili, especially coming from a country that actually doesn't speak Swahili, yes. you know, people don't understand Swahili. I think there are a few countries, Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, they speak Swahili, but not... Why are you missing out to Burundi? <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, yes, I skipped my mind. Yeah, so learning Swahili was actually kind of nice for me, mm. you know, an extra language, and now I think I have a fetish for learning new languages and all that, so... Well, for me, uh, I guess traveling around, I've gone to Mombasa and it was really like a good experience. Yes. Mombasa is the coast part of Kenya, so yeah, we got to enjoy a whole week, right? Yes, if you're looking for a beach experience, yeah. you want to explore the beach, you want to dive, if you want to have fun, <laughs> just go to Mombasa, yeah. you want to try different dishes. That's like the place to be. Exactly, yeah. You'll have fun. Yes, Mary is also fun. They actually know marketing. If you want, if you want hot place, go to Mombasa. If you want cold place to freeze, and you know. Basically, yeah. The weather is actually nice. Uh, Naiv- I've gone to Naivasha yes. and Kinagop as well and okay, they're all what? good experiences Kinagop. in Kinagop actually it's very cold actually so it's snowy freezing. Kinagop, yeah. and guys I think my first time I've seen a zebra an <laughs> antelope I think Even it's a buffalo I rode a camel for the first time in Kenya and yeah we went to this park there's all different mm. types of snakes I really hate <laughs> snakes yeah, I'm really scared of animals except yeah. dogs but this one I, I was... think I can never I can never forget that experience of riding a camel yeah. when you're yeah. you guys should try to ride a camel it's really it's fun but please hold it tight <laughs> and our camel was rude it was a very rude camel it kept knocking everyone on the road like it was really arrogant big. they are really tall they are really big yes. tall yeah yeah, yeah. So, seeing an elephant so, up close donkeys actually in Mary they still use donkeys by the way yeah in yeah. Mary you're gonna see donkeys as a means of transportation yeah you only feel for the donkey when you actually see them flogging donkeys <laughs> Yeah, it's actually painful. <laughs> really painful. So, if anyone wants to visit Kenya, what places would you recommend they visit? Of course, Nairobi. You have to visit Nairobi. Okay, yeah. even to land in Nairobi. Yes. <laughs> Some people land in Mombasa, actually, but yeah, oh, yeah. Nairobi. Yes. Nairobi. The nightlife. Oh my God. The nightlife in Nairobi is actually nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. If you want to party, Nairobi. you want to really party, mm-hmm. explore Nairobi. You have to be free. Nairobi, yeah. You'll be free. Let loose. 
have fun in Nairobi. If and you experience the beach life, it's Mombasa. The also different cultures. It's yeah, Mombasa. The Arabs. Yeah. The Indians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can also visit a place called Fort Jesus. Mm. I think Kitengela has an ostrich yeah, farm. Yeah. You can ride an ostrich. I guess you can also eat an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> if you're open to exploring, you can go there. Nairobi has so many parks. There's also the animal orphanage. Kenya, they don't call them zoos. It's orphanage. <laughs> Animals are rescued. And of course, if you're in Nairobi, you can't miss the night experiences. Like, at night, everything is alive. Yes. You know? uh, people are selling clothes. People are selling yes. food. You yes. can get, like, all kinds of food at night. It's just alive music, loud, and, you know. It's really loud. How does it feel to be a foreigner in Kenya? It's good and bad at the same time. In good as in, of course, you get to meet uh, different people, like especially in our school. Different cultures, different people from different places. And the bad part is when you don't have your documents, as in... In case your student passage expires, and from Meru to Nairobi, that's five hours apart. So it can be sometimes it can be stressful because you don't have the time. Sometimes you don't even have the money, or sometimes you have classes and you can't travel to Nairobi because in Meru there's no immigration. Yeah, there's no immigration or, office. Yeah. yeah, here to process your documents, so it can be stressful. And I guess the good part about being an international is that I think not everyone, but people try to have more interest in you. They ask you about your country, like you get to talk about your country i think like bonte said it's good it's bad well yeah i think in terms of you know the likes of us who are here in meru yeah yeah, i think the difficult thing about being an uh, international student or a foreigner is having to deal with the language barrier yeah language barrier and then another thing is people ask me questions i don't even have answers to exactly it feels good to be honest like a higher percentage of good and a low percentage of bad but and once people find out you're a foreigner so much he show you more love to be honest i actually see special treatment in some aspects i wouldn't lie (laughs) because i'm a foreigner so it's everything can just be good yeah and everything can be bad so a huge part is good yeah i think it's mandatory for everyone to leave home basically yes you know you get to learn things you you become Mm -hmm. smarter in my my opinion i think you become smarter Mm -hmm. you see life in a different way basically you get to have more experience yeah 10 things we love about kenya i love the fact that kenya has a lot of natural stuff like you can see trees everywhere not just houses and buildings even in nairobi Mm -hmm. as much as nairobi is still populated you still find trees they really preserve their Mm -hmm. wildlife and their Mm -hmm. forest wherever plants animals Mm -hmm. it's really good and another thing is that i like is the almost constant electricity yep (laughs) the third thing i love about kenya is the fact that i get to meet different people from different culture i love their culture especially the maasai culture please even from other tribes don't judge me i just love how they dress <laughs> so and how yes. they dance actually now they dance yeah. yeah they really jump it's mm. cool i love from where i am i love the weather here in meru it's chill it's cool but if you don't have the cold weather, it might be hard for you. Yes. So I love the weather. I also love uh, some things are actually cheap here in Meru, like especially clothes. So I love that about Kenya. Uh, the simplicity of life in Meru, basically. Yes. If, yeah, you know? life is really simple. Yeah. So yeah, they actually live a simple life. You know, they don't overthink life. You know, want to have one car. At least I have a car I can move around with. I have, I have the basic things of life. I don't really yes. overthink things, basically. You know, and like, you know, Meru, they're just so simple and all that. Very simple. Yeah. I love the food. I would say my favorite Kenyan food is pilau. That's after smokies, basically. Yes, yeah, guys, smokies. Not just smokies. Smokey pasoa. Like it's it's really it's really nice. I love Swahili, but it's actually kind of funny when they actually switch from Swahili to Shang and you don't yeah. know anything like. Like so. Shang is the broken version of Kiswahili. Yeah, exactly. Twisted. 
the Kenyans themselves. We love Kenyans. Yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> to all my Kenyan listeners, I love you guys so Indeed, much. You actually got a girlfriend. To my yes. girlfriend, guys. <laughs> love you. Our crazy immigration experience in Kenya. Like, Ini already casted me earlier. I almost got arrested more than once. My first two years in Kenya, it was really hard because my visa expired for like, I think the first time it was for two months, but I was lucky enough to get an extension because I was going home. Then when I got back, I didn't know I was supposed to get a student pass. I didn't know the whole process. Like, I was just in my own world thinking I was in Benin Republic again. <laughs> so guys, my visa expired for one full year and I went to the immigration office and almost got arrested. I actually tried to renew my visa, but I was in school. You know, medical school, there's no time to travel here and there. You need to plan everything so well you just can't leave school anyhow and attendance really matters in some schools so missing school isn't an option and these guys do not open on weekends so it was kind of hard for me to travel so i was always sending my documents please never send your passport to anyone whatever you do make sure the person is really trusted do not just give your documents anyhow. And if you're going to give your documents to anyone, make sure you have the soft copies. Always scan all your documents. Yeah, scan them to your email because you never know what's going to happen. And if you have a soft copy, you can easily get billed out. So guys, I went to the immigration office with an expired visa of one year. I boldly walked in there. <laughs> <laughs> for an extension and this guy told me you deserve to be in handcuffs <laughs> yeah, exactly i've heard that statement before actually <laughs> that was recently but... my heart actually skipped two beats <laughs> and i had to beg for my life and yes i got a bad stamp actually so when i went home at the airport this guy told me why did you get this stamp and i explained the whole story to him how i was scammed how i could not travel to get my visa extension blah 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 how i did not even tell the school to help me with my visa my student process and all that stuff and he just looked at me and shook his head then i knew i was in trouble so when i was coming back into the country filling the forms again to get into the country to get a new visa the guy told me i have to pay for every i had to pay for every single day i missed every single month so for every month i was supposed to pay fifty dollars fifty dollars fifty dollars so fifty dollars times twelve i was supposed to pay six hundred dollars i had to beg 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 and the guy was like oh in fact you should even be thrown to jail i just asked me if i had a return ticket so they could they send yeah, you back home. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what? You need to be deported. You're... So yes, guys, please make sure you always follow up with immigration rules. Rules actually change. Like for Nigerians, we were told to just get have a police clearance. And last year, we were told now to get a drug clearance. So please keep up with the immigration laws. And yes, one more important thing is know where your embassy is. Please, guys. If you're moving to a new city, know where your embassy is. Even if it's not in your same city, just know at least where it is located. Because some embassies offer protection to their citizens. So mm. please, if your passport expires, you need them to renew your passport for you. So mm. do you guys have anything else to add? I think I think also it's very important that uh, if your things are almost expiring, it's like six months before, yes, yes. You, before they expire. So you have to start the process, getting all your documents ready and actually taking them it's actually i think it's better if you take the documents yourself to the immigration than sending someone so yeah so it's actually better to do that yourself they see you in person and actually it's like like you're serious yeah like you need it so but if you send like a second person like yeah, yeah. Person, it's not important so, to them so they might yeah. just brush it aside yeah exactly yeah. so i had an experience that actually made me take laws in kenya seriously okay so i was going home and i had a visa that, that expired i think Okay, fine, it was extended, and then my student pass was being uh, processed. So, my visa had expired, and had been extended up to June. Now, when it expired in June, uh, I didn't get a re-extension, or I didn't get an extension again. So, I felt, you know, it won't matter since, you know, I'm going home. So, the visa doesn't need to be valid. It's obviously going to be, you know, stamped as expired and all that. So, I went to this guy at the counter, and this guy was like, 
I have to pay fifty dollars. I was like, why? And then he was like, okay, fine. Obviously, I knew my my visa had expired. I just didn't think it would matter since I was leaving the country. And then he was like, you know, uh, do you know I could actually stop you from coming back to Kenya? Like, you know, on the system, I'll be blocked. So if I ever try to get in. I could actually be deported like straight there at the airport. They were, just keep me aside, and you know the next time I'll be I'll be on my way back home. So yeah, I don't know if he was joking. I don't know if he was serious, but it looked like the kind of guys are actually you know just <laughs> use passengers to actually catch crews. Let's say catch like Nigerians are saying. Like I didn't know if he was actually serious or he was actually joking. So in case the next time, I just said to myself, you know what, I just have to keep abreast with all the laws, all the rules, all the regulations. Take things seriously. When it expires, I need to actually go. You know and renew and you know follow up procedures and that was just it for me okay mm-hmm. okay so yeah bonte okay i think bonte has been like the only person that has really filled up with our papers i had to learn the hard way like almost getting arrested more than once and as a foreigner watch your words please don't curse people's countries do not insult people and make friends because yeah that's very yeah. important actually friends yeah. in a foreign country you need to have friends, friends. Why you need to have friends in your new countries? I mean, maybe it might be different for people that actually have people ready in living in the country. So it might be different for people for people that actually have family, like the whole family moved to a foreign country. Mm-hmm. But for us, like students that don't have our family members are in Burundi. So um, like to have friends is actually really important because like, for example, you're going now to the immigration, which is in Nairobi and you don't have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. So actually your friends can help you out in case you don't have a place to stay. They're actually, yes. you so don't they have money. Stay on campus. Yeah. yeah. You can actually, they can actually even help you stay at their house and, you know, just get your things done. And yes. so it's actually very, I think that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Even during the holidays, if exactly. you know you're not going home, yeah. just pitch yes. tents. Especially those those short short breaks, like the Christmas break, whereby it's just two weeks for us medical mm-hmm. students. So yeah. yeah. And if you cannot speak the language, you need a friend that'll help mm-hmm. you. You know, show you around the city. Yeah, so you're not mm-hmm. cheating and stuff. You know, some people, as in, okay, when I was in high school, I used to laugh at this guy. He was a Nigerian boy. He lived most of his life in the U.S. So when he came to Nigeria. A snack that was being sold for just 15 euros was actually, I mean, it's classmates to actually tell him, you know, it's 500 and he'll willingly drop it. So you have to make friends so you actually don't get cheated. You can get cheated easily. So make friends yeah. so you actually, they can actually have your back, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So basically. And sometimes I think your friends help you to do stuff. Like, for example, your documents or your baby arrested. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You need a, an emergency contact, someone you can call. Preferably not also a foreigner, foreigner yeah. but yeah. a citizen. Because mm-hmm. it's if you call now a fellow foreigner, <laughs> it might be yeah. hard or yeah. harder. <laughs> so, exactly. Yes. And I guess of a student who actually doesn't understand the local language and you're in class, basically. Yes. Before you actually get to learn, you know, yes. your friends could actually take you through whatever you've missed they could mm-hmm. actually feel in you know and tell you you know what this is what the lecturer actually said this is it this is that you know because for me i feel like english is only i think it's it's just on paper it's official but you know they never tell you about the local yeah. language even in your country you could move to a region where you actually don't speak the local language obviously so you need people to help you, you know yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, this actually now takes us to the next question what are assumptions some people have made about you just because you're a foreigner like for me everyone believes nigerians are all rich so when they see Nin- when they hear you're nigerian they just see oil money <laughs> wait wait sure guys guys for real. Wait, wait. it's funny for the most part foreigners have money to you know to the extent at which they need it so yes, yes they could have money for real but it's not to satisfy or to suit your needs it's for them basically and they will not come out to tell you you know this is what i'm using the money for or this mm-hmm. you just assume you know fine they can have lots of money but they have 
things to do with the money basically you, mm. you never can really feel them because you're not in their shoes basically you so. don't even know the currency difference yeah, exactly the value, it's yeah. different yeah it's it's different so yeah don't just assume yeah some people just assume like we know celebs we actually live with them we dine with them like it's not the reality oh sometimes when i'm in nigeria i end up defending Kenyans. And I mean, Kenya ended up defending Nigerians. I actually feel him on that point. Yeah, like, exactly. people ask questions about this. Yeah. Like, it's pretty know everything about Kenya. Everyone expects me to understand every single thing in Swahili. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, basically, that's it. It's, uh, yeah. And let's not forget the part where, you know, you being in a foreign country for a while could actually change the way you speak, your accent. Yes. Basically. Please, it's not <laughs> fake. Yeah, it's not fake. It's actually Five there. years. It, it's, it's five. Have you ever experienced that when someone telling you about your accent since you're even in South Africa? <laughs> actually, recently my dad told me that uh, there's a person that heard me on YouTube and I speak like a Kikuyu. Okay. Do I speak like a Kikuyu? For those of you who don't know, Kikuyu is a tribe in Kenya. Yeah. Do I speak like a Kikuyu to you guys? Okay, no. She doesn't speak like a Kikuyu yeah, exactly. to me. But... Yeah. You know, they notice the change we actually don't we notice. We don't notice, yeah. yeah. But then, stop telling us it's fake, guys. <laughs> well, we, I, I would it say maybe I used soul. to think the same, maybe because I was not in their shoes, but mm. I'm kind of in it, so. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. I think also one one assumption that they make about Burundi is that Burundi people are dying. People are dying, just like that simple. We know Burundi is poor, definitely. It's still like it's really it's poor. It's among the poorest countries in the world. But again, uh, good things happen in Burundi. You know, yes. yeah. people just think people are killing each other. Exactly. Genocide is still happening. <laughs> definitely, it's not like that. And you know, unless you live in the country, yeah. definitely you can't see the good part of the country. The media tries to portray, you know. A different thing. A different thing. But unless you live in the country, that's when, like, you can experience it. Yeah, you know? for real. Yeah, basically. So, what advice would you give to someone who is willing to travel to Kenya or maybe other African countries to live there or to study there? In terms of the cost of living, the way of life, mm. and everything else. Kenya can be expensive, but again, also cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, deals are expensive, like are very expensive. Sometimes bills are actually expensive. Yes. And also, like everything is taxed yes. here in Kenya. <laughs> so anything you buy from the supermarket is taxed. Every single thing is taxed. Yes. So it can be expensive. And number two, just be ready for that. Like mentally, just be ready for that. Number two, um, housing. Mm-hmm. It's expensive, especially if you're in a place like Nairobi. Yeah. You can't really compare the money you'd spend as a foreigner and um, a citizen because as a foreigner, you spend more. Yeah. You have bills to pay, you have your papers to do and all that stuff. Basically, you spend more because... And again, it also varies. If you're coming from a country where, you know, the currency is lower, it's quite... Even you know, it, it will pain you. It will like definitely pain you're you. You're spending more money. And I think you should actually get ready to experience more food. Like yes. It can be a challenge for other people. So, yes. like here in Meru, we really don't have seafood yeah so if you want to get seafood you have to travel to nairobi and you know it can be stressful yeah, yeah get, get ready to embrace cultures don't mm-hmm. come here and start looking for your food so yeah. guys eat the chapati eat the smoky <laughs> yes. eat the legumes and all mm-hmm. that you're going to enjoy and another thing is if you're in nairobi or you're in any part of kenya and you're willing to get some foods from your country you can try the city market in nairobi city market has almost everything yeah they sell so many things yeah guys speaking from my own perspective if you have underlying uh health issues mm-hmm. make sure you always understand how the weather affects you the region you are in affects you yes sometimes the cost of actually getting pills drugs all those can actually be quite high basically so if it's going to be it's if it's going to be cheaper in your country or where you're coming from just basically prepare you never can be certain like mm-hmm. the times maybe i've had attacks i'm not even sure you know i was prepared for them but you know if i didn't have my pills 
If I didn't have my sprays, I didn't have those things, you know, to help me around, you know. Well, that would be a bad thing, like, <laughs> like <laughs> you just say. So, yes. yeah. Also, m- make sure you look after your health, you know. Yes. You know? Yeah. Get an insurance. If you're... In Canada, there's actually there's so many insurance companies. Yeah. And there's even the cheaper one. The cheaper the, one is the National Health Insurance, insurance Fund. Fund. Yeah. yeah, NHIF. Yes, it's really affordable. You pay 500 shillings per month. $5, yeah. which is really good. Yeah. So, insurance is really important, yeah. especially for your health. Because you don't have to, like, collapse one night and someone has someone rushes you to the hospital God and, God forbid. Or they're calling your parents and <laughs> they're, they're panicking at home. They're you know, they can't even call. Exactly. So, please, have friends, have insurance. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. And let everyone around you know that... Okay, I'm not saying you should actually advertise it. Like, guys, I'm sick. No, but... <laughs> But let, let, okay, if you have roommates, let them know at least I deal with this stuff. Mm-hmm. So in case it happens, don't let it seem strange. Just please help me out. Don't let me mm-hmm. die. Yes. <laughs> and if you have a wallet, if you're a smartic, write it down there. If you have, yeah. if you're mm-hmm. a sickle cell patient, please indicate it there. It helps people because yeah. you may be alone in some places and you, you know, need help. You need your details and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, so what advice would you guys give to anyone who is willing to leave their country, either as a student or going to work? What advice would you give them? First of all, why are you going? No, for <laughs> real, you have a reason. Some people just leave because they feel like, oh, you know what? I am tired. I am this. Yeah. It's not everybody who leaves the Israel country to go to another country that actually find uh, greener pastures, like they say, you know. Yes. Why are you going? You know, is it? have you actually estimated, the, like they said, the cost of living, mm, right? Yes. Yeah, have you estimated uh, of living outside? Uh, are you sure you can cope, basically? Are you sure it's not going to be hard? Because, okay, I don't want to speak for African countries. Okay, I don't really know, but let me say this. I think in some cases, like Christy said, because you're foreign, you might be given some special special attention, you know, and give you special treatment and all that. But first, you need to know, is it really friendly to foreigners? Because if we're going to be honest, if you look at Kenya, there are people from other nationalities, you know, working. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I feel like they're actually at peace. They actually enjoy it, mm-hmm. basically. So, yeah, is it really friendly to foreigners? Is it... Is it really, I don't want to use the word affordable, but... If you know you cannot be spending $100 in a month as a student, know if this country suits you. I know sometimes you don't have a choice, but if you can, get, if you know you can get a job, get a job. Although in if Kenya, you're not allowed, not allowed while yes. holding a student pass or yes. a research pass yes. to actually get take a up a job. job. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it like yeah, research. good research and... Thorough yeah, research. Very good one. And to know where you're going to what people do as in just get uh, like a good you know information, information about what, yes where and i to. also think um if you can make friends even before you join the school or you, maybe good. you know people that have mm-hmm. been in that place it's always good to you know hit Reach them out up. to them let them yes. give you tips how much do you think I can spend in a month how much yeah. is this how, you know you need to you know prepare your mind mentally and psychologically because mm-hmm. yeah i actually learned too many things the hard way here so guys, that is it for this week and happy new month guys. Happy new month to the Classic Overdrive family and I hope this month brings us joy, blessings, love and all the good things, all the goodies this month has to offer to us. So guys, yes, that is it for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Do not forget to send in your comments, your suggestions and your opinions. See you guys next week. Do not forget to stay safe and wash your hands. Bye.